Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Vince August podcast. Uh, taking a different route here. Normally, I, I love to talk about news and politics. Um, I tap onto the pop culture scene. Uh, I don't go too crazy on it as it, it gets kind of beaten up between all the different TV shows and the media and everything else that by the time I get to it in a podcast, it becomes old news. But there is one story that's been going on throughout the year, um, and it's kind of been a, a big story with regards to sports and pop culture and becoming part of reality television, and it's it's really transcended all through our society, and that is the story that is Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I didn't want to do this story just speaking from my perspective, because I felt that that would be very naive and unfair. Um, So I wanted to speak to someone and interview someone and have a dialogue with someone who is part of the transgender community that can shed some light, maybe educate me. Um, So this isn't just me riffing and ranting. So I am lucky enough to be uh, joined by someone who is a comedian in her own right, Uh, a producer and host of a show called Twist at Broadway Comedy Club, which is located in New York City. Um, Paradise Magazine has listed my guest as one to watch over 40. Hey, I'm over 40. I don't know if I like that. Um, She's appeared on Glee and has been a contributor to the nightly show. Uh, Please, everyone, it's my pleasure to have Tammy Two-Tone join me today. Tammy, thank you for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate this. This is a topic, now I, I'd hate to do pre-interviews, but this is a topic that I wanted to talk to you in advance about, and we did speak very briefly, actually a couple weeks ago about this, so a lot of what we talked about has been out of my mind, but um, I don't want to give anyone the, the notion that we kind of prepped this. I think that's fair to say, correct? Yeah, we, we spoke quickly just to go over some basic stuff, but yeah, I like it much more uh, off the cuff. Yes. All right, now when it comes to... The, the Bruce Jenner, um, Caitlyn Jenner story, there's it, it's hard for me to really jump in and, and, and tr- you know, criticize the story because I don't know Bruce Jenner. Um, I didn't know Bruce Jenner and I don't know Caitlyn Jenner. So I can only take the story as I'm seeing it unfold in the media, which we know that that, you know, you, you're not really getting the full story. Coming from your perspective, Tammy, I mean, are you seeing something about this story that, you know, raises red flags for you? Not the story in general. I mean, coming out uh, for any transgender person is difficult, and I I give her much respect for that. Um, It's more that this has been one in a succession of stories that people are given sort of the mantle of the voice or the face of what transgenderism or being transgender is. And it has not been, let's say, the best track record for faces in the media. And it just seems that this is going the same way. And, and that's really my concern with the story. Um, the, the, the tough part for me on this whole thing is that you know, Caitlyn comes from what is the Kardashian empire. And, and that connection 
is really hard for me to dismiss because they treat themselves, they treat their children as a commodity. And basically the commodity, the commodity is their persona and that is the product and it's a fame at all cost product. So to me, that's kind of hard in, in looking at this story and just treating it as just any other person. I mean, do you take that same perspective or no? No, absolutely. Um, the thing that got me right up front was the, the Kardashian connection. Um, they, how do I put this? They've been a joke in the media for years. And for a transgender person to accept that, and for me, in my case, I'm a comic. It's like, really? Do you think I'm going to stay away from the Kardashians? They're, they're, there's rich humor right there. But the transgender community, and I've been hearing this from people, really, that was the first thing. That part of the Kardashians, Kardashians, there was a lot of thought that this was just for personal publicity and promotion and greed. There was a lot of talk of that. And there made some validity to it, as you said. But most of the people, again, didn't like being compared with Kardashians. They knew what the Kardashians were about. They didn't really want to you know, we don't want to put our tugboat, tie it to that ship because it may just wind up being the Titanic. And it would be nice for a change if, as a community, we would have a little bit more say about who would be the type of speaker that we'd want up there to represent our community, not just anybody who's thrown at us. Yeah, I, I agree. And see, the the thing that when when I look at this story and I look at the immediate reaction to Caitlyn Jenner, it, it seemed to be tied to a, a, a reaction of almost like, you know, wiping your brown going, whew, thank God she's hot. And that was the thing that really disturbed me because it immediately became about how attractive Caitlyn was. And thank God it turned out okay. Thank God this, this experiment turned out okay because if it didn't wow this would have been really a tough pill to swallow i mean again is is that similar reaction for you and in what you're seeing oh absolutely there's a lot of people in the transgender community that don't fit that sort of you have to be a supermodel you have to be six feet tall you have to have money so you can have every surgery possible so that you are the hottest thing on two legs most people are not going to look like that. That's normal. Nobody's going to live up to those standards. But also, most people, especially trans women, they can't really afford any of that. Just getting transgender health care in general is tough. Having extra money to do all types of plastic surgery, yes. And that's also a thing they keep talking about, that this is not all about hair and makeup. It really goes further than that. But it seems that they're not going that extra step. They're just sticking with it's all about hair and makeup. And transgender people, there's a, there's a lot more to us than that. Right. So it seems like what we do in our society is we objectify women, and now we're objectifying transgendered women. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's absolutely. it's a constant cycle of, of, of objectification. And I, I see, this is the problem I have with Caitlyn Jenner. I really think she plays into that and enjoys it, and I think that's the problem that I'm having with it. And that goes, for me, it goes back to being a Kardashian because that's the only coin that they, you know, that's the coin of their realm. That's what they deal with. That's what they're all about. Right. And, and it never goes any deeper than that. And, and when I looked at, you know, trying to compare apples to apples here, 
and with regards to to Bruce Jenner and the transition the transition from Bruce to Caitlyn and a lot of people seem to hang their hat on the fact that this was this gorgeous man athlete who was you know this man's man and that's what makes this so much more incredible and to me there was a story about this exact situation two years ago that seemed to get no attention and that is chris beck and are you familiar with chris beck Yes, yes, I am. Right. Chris Beck, for those listening, I mean, you you want to talk about whatever the definition of man's man is, and there's probably a thousand of them, but let me give you the background on Chris Beck to our listeners. This is a 20-year Navy SEAL who served on SEAL Team 6, the most elite Navy SEAL team there is. He was awarded the Purple Heart, was awarded the Bronze Star. I mean, you're talking about a very decorated military personnel uh, who was involved in the Osama bin Laden mission and raid. And after 20 years in serving, uh, Chris Beck became Kristen Beck and wrote a book called Warrior Princess. And if you really want to see a a story and read a story, um, this is a person, again, who went through a lot of what Bruce Jenner went through. Father of two, twice married, you know, Bruce Jenner has kids all over the place, three times married. But the story of Chris Beck and, and the transition into Kristen Beck, this is someone who joined the military to suppress the thoughts that were in his mind the entire time. And the, the book tells a story about how he tried to cure himself because he really felt that this was somewhat of an illness. He was He was trying to create a cure and he felt that if he became someone in the military, became, you know, a, an officer in the military, and nonetheless the most elite officer, this would make it go away. Yet this is a person who went to bed every night wishing he would wake up in the body of his sister. And when he finally left the military and made his transition to Kristen Beck, there was no TV show waiting. There was no fanfare waiting. What was waiting for him on the other side was family and military personnel and nothing more. And that seems to be the vast majority of these situations. It's just regular people waiting for you on the other side that you lived with and socialized with for many years. And the reaction is not going to be this, you know, we're all holding our breath after a Diane Sawyer interview and here it comes. I mean, Tammy, I don't know if you want to get into your transition specifically or, or the people that you know, but I mean, if you can enlighten the audience as to, you know, what it's really like for the, the vast majority of people that transition. Um, two things. The way I would have described um, both Caitlin and probably Kristen, you're using the he now. I would have just said Kristen all the way through. Okay. Only because that's part of the... The misconception, and, and I understand that it's, it's a pronoun problem that really doesn't get explained very well. That people really get it, they just fall back into normal routines and talking. So I would have referred to the pronouns as her and Kristen and Caitlin. The other part of that, no, is you, you were dead on. Um, the oh my God, the images that were given are completely wrong. We don't recognize watching Caitlyn Jenner and watch it play out. Ninety-nine percent of the people in the transgender community don't recognize that life. They don't know that life. They have no connection to that life. 
It is so far beyond anything that's realistic. The majority of people who come out as trans, like you said, they don't have somebody on the other side other than family and friends. They're not going to make a million dollars. They're not going to have Boy George show up at, uh, you know, this, that, the other thing. They can't just hop on a, a bus and a plane and go where they want it when they're a little stressed out. They have to deal with everyday stuff. There's so many people that are on the streets, kids that get thrown out simply because they admit that they're trans. So, again, people watch this and it's like, no, I don't get that. I don't get any of these people. And there are other people, like you suggested, who have literally put everything on the line and in a lot of cases lost it. And they continued and they worked in the community and they helped people and they basically really, really only got a mild pat on the back, which is bullshit. Those are the people that you look up to. Those are the heroes. Those are the people that we should be doing stories on, not just another Kardashian. <laughs> right. And, and again, I'm speaking with Tammy Tutone, who is a, a comic, uh, an artist. She uh, performs at Broadway Comedy Club, produces and hosts a show called Twist. Um, you know, please look her up on, on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Uh, and and thank you for again correcting me and educating me on the pronoun issue because you know I, I'm learning as well. Um, this this is something that's you know obviously b- become much bigger thanks to Caitlyn Jenner. And there's that side of it too. And you know I don't want to make this about bashing I am Kate because there are really great things about I am Kate, and it's the people that they cast for the show that are really the people that are educating the society. And, and it's important to note that these people were cast. Um, you don't transition and all of a sudden, you know, the, everyone from the community shows up at your doorstep and, and welcomes you. Is that correct? That is not true. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody shows up at your door, basically. <laughs> right. And, and for the people watching, you know, listen, I, I've, I've worked in television now for, you know, 15 years and I was involved with one of the first reality shows in one of the episodes, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And people, oh, yeah, and, and people don't have a concept of, you know, what reality television is. And a lot of people just assume that, you know, Caitlyn Jenner was making friends along the way. And once she transitioned, you know, here were all her girlfriends showing up and, and it was one big party. And that's that's not the case with the show. Uh, the show, they, they, you know, listen, they had casting. They had to find people to create an ensemble. And, you know, like in most shows, there's a mix. You know, we want one of everything. Um, and that's what that is. And and I'm sure, Tammy, you know that as well, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that, none of that was surprising. But, but the people that they have had on the show, have, I think, have had a really good voice and not only trying to educate Caitlin, but in educating Caitlin, and they've educated the the audience watching, and and I think they've had some nice pieces fit into that as well. Would you agree with that? I would agree, and um, the, I would actually. This goes back to what I've been saying before. I would actually have preferred watching shows with those other people and had Caitlin in the background. They were interesting. They talked about things that were important. I, I Caitlin, in many cases, should have already known. You see, now that's where you, you lead me to something else, and I couldn't agree more with you. But what we're seeing again from television, and it's it's this thing we have a show coming. Uh, I think it actually already premiered a new series on Fuse called Transcendent. I think it premiered at, uh, September thirtieth. And I'm not completely familiar with it, but I think I know what you're talking about. Right, and and this is a show that again features five women. Um, 
that have transitioned and they are absolutely gorgeous. And again, it, it seems to be this consistent theme of making sure we put the beautiful people on TV, regardless of, you know, what, what your background is, regardless of who you are. And again, to me, it seems to be this constant objectification and yeah, it is. And it's, I don't know that it's helpful. And that's my question to you now. Is this at all helpful? Uh, it's helpful for me because it gives me lots of material. But <laughs> the gender community? No, it's not. Okay. It's, 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 it's objective education. You're never going to see and meet on television a real transgender person. One of my favorite shows on TV is I Am Jazz, which is about a young transgender girl and her family. That I connect with more. That I find interesting. And that I think needs a lot more attention and should be applauded for what they do. And, and that show's been on for a little while, correct? Yeah, I believe it's the second season, although I could be wrong. But yeah, I, I enjoy watching that show. And now, see, again, here's a show, you know, we, we already have, you know, a show about what Caitlin has gone through. But that seems to be a back burner thing because of the stardom, the fame. And, you know, see, that's something that I guess we just have to deal with. It's, it's part of what entertainment is. It's part of our society. But for the transgender community, and again, please educate me and my audience. I mean, what, what is the real message that should come out? The, for me, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. The message should be, again, a more realistic version or, I don't know, person, sport, whatever it is. There are a lot of great representatives in the transgender community. First person I think of is Laverne Cox. She embodies beauty, not just in her looks, but who she is. I've met her several times. And she's one of the most eloquent speakers that has ever come along. That's what we need. We need more of that. You don't have to be a superstar. You don't have to be looking like the, you know, the first model off the street, airbrushed and everything. You know, if you have a story and you know how to relate it and talk to people, that's what the transgender community needs more of and less of um, a circus, basically, if you want to call it that. Yeah, because because part of what I saw, too, with I Am Kate um, is uh, there, there's um, – I'm trying to remember. You know what? I'm going to bring it up. Uh, the, the one person that's cast for the show that they really tried to create this almost fake relationship, um, uh, Candace is, is her name. Candace Kane, I believe. Uh, and – Right, and they tried to kind of steer the audience into the relationship aspect. And the other thing that they tried to, to press on Caitlin is, you know, well, what is her sexual preference now? And see, to me, again, our society seems to really always lock into whether, and this is with, with you know, I think throughout the, you know, gay community, whatever, all the even straight people, everything. It's always what is your sexual preference, and what what are you doing in your sex life, and what's going on in the bedroom. The bedroom is the big obsession. You know, everyone's obs right. Everybody wants to know what's going on in the bedroom. And to me, and again, you know, please, Tammy, educate me, educate the audience. I mean, how much of that is really a part of transitioning? I I don't seem to think it's really a part of it. Um, it is. It isn't. I mean, your sexuality, especially if you're trans and gender fluid for a lot of people it's important that people get it right and they understand who they are where they're coming from it's just essential to who they are 
Um, there's a lot of people that are still not at that stage in their uh, transition where they're sure of anything, and that was kind of what you saw with Kate and Jenna, and they were kind of trying to pin her down. There was a few moments very uncomfortable. I don't know what her sexuality is. I really don't care that much. That's really whatever it is to her and how she, you know, expresses that. Um, but again, it's just uh, makes me gnash my teeth. <laughs> I yeah. Say. I, I just want to bang my head against the wall sometimes. It's great entertainment. I can talk about it on stage forever. I've done sh- shows where we've basically used that as a basic background, and nobody was there to bash or anything, but it, it's a subject. I'm a comic. I'm going to talk about it. Absolutely, and, and I thought the same thing. I thought it was very unfair in the show that they tried to, you know, kind of intimate this relationship between Candace and Caitlin. And I'm like, why are, why do they seem to be one pressing this issue? And, and two, you know, again, you know, I break down the third wall and I know this is a person that's cast for the show for a specific reason. And it was to add that performer, you know, for some of the episodes they had, I'm like, why again, you know, our society is so, is so obsessed with the bedroom it seems like everybody wants to know, oh, my God, is, is Caitlyn going to be with women or is it you know, now men? Because once you transition, you know, well, that if you transition to a woman, you must be attracted to men. And I'm like, I, again, it blows my mind at I don't know if it's an immaturity or just an, a lack of education with regards to sexuality in general. Oh, there's definitely a lack of education. People, I, I see this, I worked in the school system for 15 years. Um, some kids know everything about sex at like five years old. Others don't know the first thing about anything, and they're graduating high school. It's bizarre. It happens all the time. We are, like you said, you're in the media, you worked on a bunch of these shows. Sex sells. That's what it's all about. Oh, they love Especially it. Especially when you're talking about Kardashians. Yeah, they love it. it it's all about relationships. Yeah, and uh, again, I don't know what they did as far as what went on behind the scenes, whether it was something that was contrived or something that was real that happened during the show. I don't know. Um, it was interesting. A lot of people commented about it. Um, most of them were pretty positive, I think, in their comments. I didn't really read a lot of bad things. But yeah, it was definitely a subject of discussion. Now, th- there is one part of the show that um, has recently been brought to attention because of the overlap of the Kardashian show and I am Kate. And that is the, the relationship and the reaction from Chris Jenner, um, to, to Caitlin and the relationship that existed for 23 years prior. And I, I've been going back and forth with this one and it's, it's kind of a tough one because as the story plays out, um, you know, Caitlin expresses that at age 39 and 40, uh, around that time before she had met Chris, you know, she was doing speeches, uh, motivational speeches going around the country and was cross-dressing, you know, once the speech was over and then, you know, just kind of walking around outside the hotel room area, um, you know, just trying to be out, but yet very covert, very stealth about it suppressed that eventually got married to Chris and, you know, kind of made that go away for 23 years. And, and I've gone back and forth with that. And I kind of look at her marriage to Chris Jenner, the same way I look at Kristen Beck's being in the military, you know, and, and I understand it. It's, it's a way again of 
trying you know to quote unquote cure yourself using Kristen's words um is is that a fair assessment in terms of again we're we're looking at this from the outside looking in um but a lot of people have brought question to that and whether or not it was fair for Caitlyn to be involved with Chris Jenner for all those years knowing the secret and suppressing it I think it's kind of unfair to to throw Caitlyn under the bus for that because again, you know, it's it's a difficult thing to do. Um, it is a difficult thing, and one of the other things I didn't mention was uh, there's a huge percentage in the transgender community, especially um, transgendered women, who will go into the military and, like you said, and as the story's been said over and over again, to try to get away from it or you know, be more manly and maybe it'll stop or something. I did it myself. I joined the Marine Corps, of all things. Wow. It was ba- it was basically like death by cop. I had given up at that point. And I just said, you know, I'm going to join the Marines, and they're going to kill me, and it'll take care of it. My family don't have to worry. I'll die honorably. It was a dumb idea, but I did it. <laughs> but, yes, there's a large number of people who try to either suppress it or they just live an extremely reckless life because they don't care when it ends because it's so horrible. That's very common. Wow, that that's amazing, Tammy. I have to tell you, I I just got choked up hearing that. And and if anyone listening to this podcast, if you if you just didn't get goosebumps hearing that, I mean, as someone who dealt with depression as a teen, you know that, that those are very strong words. And to to know that you would take such a drastic step. Uh, with your life to you know deal with this if 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 you're listening to this podcast now and and you don't understand you know what it is to go through this if if those words didn't just resonate with you i i don't know what will and and again you know i'm speaking to tammy two-tone who um is a comic producer uh, has been on glee and and please look her up um look up broadway comedy club find her show twist um it's you know been great speaking with you so far about this and really educating and eye-opening for me um thank you you've been great uh, you know asking the questions and you know you've been very open and uh, patient and that's a huge thing i very much appreciate it well i i think listen in society as general you know the the one thing we always talk about and and it's in all areas is everyone talks about well we have to be um you know we, we have to understand each other you know we we have to be understanding of each other. We have to, you know, recognize each other's needs. And then the first thing that happens when we disagree with one another, we call each other idiots. Uh, we're so divisive in this. Yeah. Um, you know, we're so divisive in this country. Everyone seems to fall into a category. You know, it's, it's you're, you're Republican or Democrat. You're not American anymore. Um, you know, so it's this whole thing of, you know, well, we have to be understanding of each other's needs and, you know, but yet the, se- the second something happens and you don't understand, you, you isolate people. Um, that's, that's something I never believed in. Even, um, even going, you know, growing up and being trans, um, I saw it all the time. I mean, the worst probably purveyor of that was Gary Springer. Let's get a bunch of people up here and start a fight. It was a really awful period, not only in the media, but personally, because that's, what it was and it's it's basically we're living that legacy now like you said we're not americans you're the democrat republican it's ridiculous we just need to talk to each other yeah and and you know what i've seen it and and to me television really plays upon um and listen i understand in terms of sitcoms you know you, you kind of exaggerate in order to get the humor and you know will and grace um 
you know, which which did a show that, you know, kind of, again, played on the gay community. It seems to make, you know, the characters into almost a caricature of the gay community. And unfortunately, again, our public, I think, is just, you know, they stare at that box and it hypnotizes them. And they think, oh, this is what gay people are like. Okay, those are fine. As long as they're like that. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, what... Go ahead. That goes back to what you said earlier about the, the Caitlyn Jenner and her thing being out there in the media. Now all I hear all the time, and I'm not the only one, is, oh, I, I fuck Caitlyn Jenner. I know what you're all about. Like, no, you fuck Caitlyn Jenner. You know what she's all about. <laughs> right, and and again, it's it's what television portrays these people to be. And, you know, you, you look at the shows like Will and Grace, even Modern Family, yet the amazing thing is, you know, when Ellen initially went through this, all Ellen did was come out and in the show she did not necessarily play um a a gay woman and yet it was she came out everyone knew what she was and it was it was unbelievable the attack and again it became about her person and so so right and it's you know it's so long as you fit into you know the public's as long as you're a fun gay You know, as long as you're an attractive transgender, as long as you're hot, you know, as long as you fit the stereotype we want you to fit, then it's okay. But if not, well, you know, we're we're gonna you're you're falling into a different category. Yeah, exactly. Right, and 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 I hate to to break it to people, but that other category. In my mind, at least from what I've seen, and again, listen, I, I work in entertainment. I, I live in the New York City area. Seems to be the vast majority. Yes, it is. It is. Like, like I said, you know that. You just have to admit it. Just admit it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, with regards to, to Caitlin going around and, and giving awards, and she just gave another award, and I, I saw you know the speech. And see, here's – again, here becomes the problem, and I'm going to ask you – you know, and I don't know that you know the answer, Tammy, how we fix it. Caitlyn Jenner shows up to give an award and the immediate reaction is red pantsuit, low cut jacket showing a lacy bra underneath. And I cringed when I saw that story. And of course, it's Huff Poe. Who else would have that, you know, as one of their highlight stories? Um, I, I cringed when I saw that because, again, to me, Here's Caitlyn Jenner, who's been turned into this voice for the transgender community, giving an award, and I didn't even know what the award was about. I didn't know what the award show was. The immediate focus and attention was on her, what she was wearing, and again, expressed the sexuality of a woman by, you know, showing cleavage. That's what we want you to be. Um, In terms of, you know, how do we change the voice now in the transgender community or, or what do we do now to get a, a, a voice that's a little bit more consistent with what the transgender community is about? Can we? I really don't know the answer to that question. That's a tough one. Um, the transgender community has always been an interesting mixture, uh, very talented, intelligent, uh, wonderful, giving people. Um, how we as a group get together and fix this, that's difficult because we're fighting the media, and they are much more powerful. They have a lot more money resources, and uh, they're selling an image. It's not the image that we necessarily would like, 
Um, and I think a lot of people are out there now trying to do that. They're trying to change it, but it's going to be incremental at best. It's going to be very slow, and we're going to see much more of this before we see the really good stuff. Okay. Um, again, I, this has been gotten a lot better than I ever could have imagined or expected. My guest, Tammy Two-Tone. Yeah, I, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on. Uh, comic, producer in her own right, and host of a show called Twist, the Broadway Comedy Club. Um, again, check out Paradise Magazine, which has listed her as one of the top to watch over 40. Um, appearances on Glee, The Nightly Show. Um, okay, Tammy, let me give you sort of the last word on this thing. Um, to the public to the public out there when you know we see the transgender community and right now unfortunately what we have it, the only image we have that's being crammed down our throat is Caitlyn Jenner luckily there were really really good positive aspects of that show and the people on the show that are are educating the the, the public are amazing um, we have this other show transcendent on fuse what is the real message and, and how can the public really come to educate themselves? Um, you, we talked about I Am Jazz as, you know, maybe a, a more instrumental show. Help us educate, become more educated. As, you know, what would you tell the public to do? I'm going to let you be Caitlyn Jenner now. Oh, my God. I'm not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that's a tough one. It's like, what do you tell somebody? I, when I, with my comedy, I basically talk about myself, my experiences, and try to relate it to things that anybody can understand, whether you're trans or not, whether you're black, white, green, whether you're Republican, Democrat. Um, I think if people really want to know what it means, um, go look at the information. Uh, find somebody that you can talk to that who is transgender. There's many transgender people that are very sweet, very wonderful, are more than willing to talk with you. And basically, the community really just is wanting some basic human respect and dignity, which it really hasn't ever received until just recently. Um, like I said, I find that most people are pretty neat. They're pretty cool. And I'll let them ask a question. Fine. I'm not not overly worried about the reaction. If I was, I wouldn't be doing comedy and dealing with hecklers. So, yeah, ask me. Ask Laverne Cox. Ask Laura Lyon Rice. Ask any trans person that you may see. Just be nice about it. Introduce yourself. Say hi. I mean, you don't have to be a jerk about anything. And I find most people... If you're warm and you know you're outgoing, most people are very nice about talking to you. The information is out there; it's really everywhere. I refer to the trend we're going through right now as trans pop because it's everywhere. There's music by trans people. There are books written by trans people. There are TV shows with trans people in it. They may not always be an accurate portrayal, but at least they're out there. I mean, search it out. Meet people. Talk to people. Ask questions. That's my big thing. You should ask questions. Always ask questions. And, you know, just for everyone listening, um, you know, I, I'm going to take another side of this. If you are someone that sees Caitlyn Jenner, um, Kristen Beck, and, or, you know, my, my guest, Tammy Two-Tone, or anyone in the transgender community, and to you, this is something that you just, you simply don't understand. Um, you, you find people that are transgendered to be freaks or, or whatever you you know want to believe in your mind sinners you know whatever however it fits into your mind you know what you have an absolute right to have those thoughts have those feelings i've always said on every podcast i've ever had you know part of us understanding one another 
part of people being who they are is being allowed to think and feel what you think and feel. And no one is trying to suppress anyone's thought or feelings. And it's fine for you. It's fine for you to think that way. And, and I'm, Tammy just said, absolutely. There's a difference between thinking and believing um, what you think and believe in terms of finding someone, you know what, I, I find that person to be a freak or whatever. And there's another thing to act out upon that. And, and I think that's the difference that we have to have in our society. You know what? You don't have to be accepting of everyone's choices in life in terms of looking at it and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I disagree with that. You don't have to be accepting of gay marriage. You know, it, it's, it's a right for you to think and believe it. Unfortunately, Absolutely. right. Unfortunately for you, it's the law of the land. So you do have to recognize that bond as part of being legal. But I think the most important part is that, you know what, let's, we, we can still treat each other with dignity and respect, even if we don't agree as to, you know, what is quote unquote, and I love this word, Tammy, this is one of my favorite words, normal. Um, exactly. So, and I, I've always told people, think and feel what you want. And listen, you, you could listen to this podcast and say, oh, great. Here's, here's Vince, you know, this guy who's now going to tell everyone, you know, you have to accept everybody in the transgender community. No, what I'm saying is just treat people with respect. I'm not saying you have to agree. And, and I'm not saying. No, we're never all going to agree. That's ridiculous to think that anybody could have a whole country where everybody is reading that song. It's not going to, but. Again, at least we can do is just be civil and decent to each other. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that's really what the point of all of this is. You know, everyone just having a better understanding of each other. And to me, hearing Tammy's story and again, you know, God, please pick up Warrior Princess because it was eye opening for me um, and, and just become better educated about the the people you're dealing with don't just immediately take a knee jerk reaction and everyone's knee jerk reaction always goes to sex. Everyone's knee jerk reaction when, when they hear gay, transgender, lesbian, bi, uh, you know, the, the whole rainbow spectrum, it immediately becomes this vision in your mind of sex. In the end, these are people just living out their lives like you. And whatever choices you make in your home, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, whatever, they're yours. We all have to live and share this space. So that's that's my final word. Um, Tammy, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. This was fun. This was great. Um, this, is, this has become my favorite podcast. Um, again, <laughs> again, everyone, I want to plug Tammy Tutone one more time. I want Tammy to stay on the phone as I wrap this up. Uh, comic producer, host of a show called Twist at Banana at uh, Broadway Comedy Club, which is in New York City on Fifty Third off of Eighth. Um, you can there it is. Um, it's it's online, obviously Broadway Comedy Club. Um, you could read about Tammy in Paradise Magazine um, with appearances on Glee, contributed to the Nightly Show, and just. You know what? A great person. Um, and I was so honored to have Tammy on to do this podcast who's helped educate me. Um, hey, listen, I'm learning with the pronouns and trying to become more aware and, and better educated. And hopefully, thank you. And, and hopefully everybody got something out of this. Um, guys, thank you for listening. In terms of other news, 
Uh, all we've seen so far is everyone is obsessing over who's going to be the Speaker of the House as if it makes a difference. You know, we're, we're going from the orange shade of, you know, Boehner to someone else we're going to rip apart for God knows what reason. Um, Trump is still ahead in the polls. Um, now we're ripping apart Ben Carson, the neurosurgeon. Here's a new thing. We have to make him look stupid because he's a neurosurgeon. So now every word he's saying is going to the microscope. As far as who's running for president, all I'm seeing right now is just th- this is 2 o'clock a.m. at the bar, and this is all that's left. We have the slim pickings. You have to choose who you're going home with, and it's not a good choice. Uh, but I'll get into news and, and stuff in my next podcast. Everyone, thank you for joining me. Vince August podcast. Um, another shout out to Tammy Tutone for joining. Thanks, everybody.